0: Welcome to Ashwood. Dark stories for bright minds. Stench. Edwin had hit the snooze button one too many times that morning. He sat up quickly, panicking at the glowing numbers on his phone which informed him that he was late for work. He jumped out of bed and made himself as presentable as he could be in as little time as possible. In his haste, he fumbled with the buttons on his shirt. The tall, skinny man shoved his long legs into his pants and his left foot got stuck. Edwin screamed in frustration as the numbers on his phone seemed to mock him by steadily increasing. At last, he finally had all his clothes on. He was happy to be done with it, even if his shirt was slightly askew and his back pocket was turned out. He ran a comb through his short black hair and decided he would just have to go to work without shaving. After a veritable bath of cologne, he grabbed his computer bag and jumped out the door with a stale donut hanging out of his mouth. The rush to get to the train was even more hectic, as he dodged through the crowds of people on the sidewalk also making their way to work. He moved as quickly as he could without knocking into anybody. Finally, he found himself sitting on the train, catching his breath as it squealed into motion toward the city center. It was then that Edwin lifted his arm and realized he had forgotten deodorant. Fortunately, he kept some at work. He did not smell bad, but without a few sprays under his arm, it was just a matter of time before he would feel like a walking garbage dumpster in his small, crowded, and stuffy workspace. All his life, body odor bothered him. Living in a big city did not help either. He had to hold his breath several times a day on his way to and from work just to avoid gagging. If someone ever came into work without first showering, he would make an effort to stay away from them for the day. Usually, he showered every morning before work and every evening before going to bed. Sometimes more if he felt particularly ripe or if he was going out. However, on days like today when he was in such a hurry that he could not shower, Edwin suffered with his own stench. It followed him everywhere, and he could not get away from it. He would do what he could, like wearing way too much cologne and chewing minty gum all day. He would put scented lotion on his hands throughout the day. He would brew a strong-smelling tea and keep it at his desk. Even with all that effort, his own smell would bother him to the point where he had trouble getting any work done. Edwin knew today would be one of those days. Hours later, he was back on the train heading home. He was having trouble breathing. The train was always unpleasant in the afternoon. The stench is worse than it is in the morning. On top of that, he was currently struggling with his own body odor. He sat under a vent and pointed his nose at it, hoping to suck up the filtered breeze before it mingled with the stagnant, pungent air around him. Once the train stopped at his station, he jumped out and sprinted toward the exit. With the afternoon sun beating down on his oily face, he took a big gulp of fresh air. It was far better than the train, but he could still smell himself. He walked quickly to his building, pining for his apartment, and a shower waiting inside. It was full of pleasant-smelling soaps and scrubs. He thought longingly of standing under the hot streams of water, jetting against his skin, and stripping it of this awful effluvium that was growing around him. When Edwin was finally on his floor, he walked quickly down the hall to his door at the end. He was excited to finally be home. However, just outside his door, he smelled something far worse. He could not find its source, but there was some smell that made him gag. Dread crept over him as he wondered if it was coming from inside his apartment. Did he spill some milk in his hurry to leave this morning? Or maybe he never cleaned up dinner from the night before, and now there was rotting meat sitting out in the kitchen? Of course, even if either of those things had happened, they would not smell this bad already. He hesitated for a moment, struggling to keep his lunch down, and finally unlocked his door and swung it open. He held his breath for a moment, stepped inside, and then took a small whiff. He thanked God loudly, His apartment was clean as ever. Whatever that smell is, he thought, I hope it's gone before I have to step outside again. Then he took one of the longest showers of his life. Edwin was in a good mood that evening once he had finally freshened up. He decided to go out and get a burger from his favorite spot across the street. By the time he had gathered his things and was stepping out, he had completely forgotten about the smell in the hallway. However, the moment he stepped through the door, The putrid stench smacked him like a wall. It was far worse than that afternoon. His eyes watered and he gasped for air. He looked across the hall and the neighbor's door was wide open. There was a man inside unpacking boxes. He was the new neighbor. The man made eye contact with Edwin and gave him a wide smile. ''Hey, neighbor!'' he called out from the back of the room. As he stepped closer, the reek got heavier. Edwin was frozen in place not knowing what to do. When the man entered the hallway, he put out his hand to shake Edwin's and introduced himself. I'm Louis, nice to meet you. Edwin muttered his name quietly and shook the man's hand. Before Louis could say anything else, Edwin exclaimed that he was in a hurry and quickly darted away down the hall. Once the elevator doors closed, he inhaled sharply. It made the small room spin as the surplus of oxygen rushed to his brain. Edwin was still in shock over what had just happened. How could that man smell so bad? Why, of all the apartments in this whole city, did this Lewis guy have to pick the one across the hall? As the horrible scene looped in his head, Edwin was astonished at the stark contrast between the man's appearance and his smell. The man's face was clean and shaved, his hair was styled well, his clothes looked almost new. Nevertheless, the man smelled as if he had never taken a shower in his life. The doors opened, and Edwin stepped out into the lobby. He shook his head and decided to try to forget about it. Maybe the guy just got really dirty while moving. Hopefully, the smell would not stick around. Edwin enjoyed his burger and had almost forgotten about the whole thing. However, once the check came, Edwin suddenly feared walking back down the hallway so he stayed at the restaurant for as long as he could he ordered a few more drinks he sent messages to some of his friends asking if they wanted to get together that night nobody was available finally when it was getting too late edwin paid for his meal and left the waitress a generous tip he took his time walking home even though he knew he was just putting off the inevitable finally he was back on his floor walking down the hall He was mumbling to himself, praying that the smell would be gone by now. Unfortunately, just a few feet from his door, the smell still lingered. At least now Louis had the door closed so it was not as bad as before. Still, Edwin opened the door as quickly as possible. That night, he fell asleep hoping and praying that the smell was just a temporary thing and that life would return to normal. Those prayers also went unanswered, because the next morning Edwin caught the putrid odor in his nostrils once again as he left for work. Weeks followed, and the stench remained. It lingered in the hallway just outside his apartment. Thankfully, it ended there, but Edwin feared that someday it would creep inside his own home. He found himself no longer wanting to go home after work. He knew he would have to pass through that wall of stink. When he got home, he would always shower right away fearful that the odor would somehow stick to him. He had seen Lewis in the hallway a couple times, and his odor seemed to be getting worse every time. However, Lewis was always kind and well-groomed. Edwin even thought that Lewis could have possibly been a good friend if it were not for the rotten air that followed him. One Saturday, Edwin decided to stay inside. He did not want to go out into the hallway if he could avoid it. He was scrolling through available apartments on his phone, When there was a banging at his front door. It startled Edwin and he dropped his phone. He could hear someone yelling for help, so Edwin quickly ran over to the door and peeked out through the peephole. It was Louis. He continued banging on the door and begging for help. He kept looking back over his shoulder as if there was something directly behind him. Edwin panicked. Louis was obviously in trouble, but the moment he stepped inside the apartment, that was it. The smell would never leave. Louis continued banging on the door and shaking the doorknob. Finally, Edwin decided he had to help the man. Reluctantly, he opened the door a little to ask what was going on. The moment the door was opened, though, Louis burst into the room and slammed the door shut behind him, locking it. Before Louis could touch him, Edwin dodged out of the way and landed on the floor. He did not get up for a few moments. He remained on the floor, eyes wide, overwhelmed with repugnance. At once, the smell descended upon him like a blanket of fog covers an empty field. Edwin came to, and crawled backwards, away from Louis. He gasped for fresh air, but the stench followed him. He reached the nearest window and swung it open. He stuck his head out and inhaled. He could still smell it. No matter what he did now, the smell followed. He looked back toward the door. Louis was standing by the door, staring at Edwin. Edwin spoke up, demanding an explanation from Lewis. Lewis scratched his head and looked around, as if looking for a suitable answer. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Edwin still needed an answer, though, and Lewis could tell. He sighed and began to explain. I figure you don't like the way I smell, he began. Edwin was shocked to hear him admit it. If he knew he smelled bad, why not do something about it? Louis continued by saying he would clean up if he could, but he had no choice. Tears gathered in his eyes as he continued to speak. Edwin realized that there was something serious going on. He began to feel bad for being so judgmental. He had never considered there was some underlying reason for the man's stench. Louis told Edwin that he had not showered in months. He still washed his face, hair, and hands every day, but he would not dare step inside a shower. If I do, he said grimly. There was a long pause before he finished. The monster will eat me. Edwin did not know how to respond. He laughed a little, expecting it to be some kind of a joke. However, the look of sadness on the other man's face proved that there was not anything funny going on. what monster? Edwin stammered, still tilting his head slightly out of the window. Lewis sighed again and continued explaining. There's this... I don't know what it is. You can't see it. Nobody can. But I can feel it. It follows me everywhere. I can always feel its claws gripping into my back. I can feel its hot breath on my neck. I can feel its tongue licking my head and ears while I'm trying to sleep. I feel the hot, scaly body pressing into me all the time. It wants to eat me. Edwin had no idea how to react. So many ideas went through his head. Was this some really extravagant prank? Was this guy just crazy? The worst thought was that Lewis was actually telling the truth, and there was some sort of monster attached to him. After trying to organize his thoughts, Edwin responded. So, it's the monster that smells bad? No, Lewis responded in anger. I can't shower. If I do, then the monster will eat me. It found me because it likes the way I smell. It doesn't eat you all at once. It's a slow process. The first time it happened, I had this horrible pain in my lower back. When I checked, there was a chunk of flesh missing, as if something had taken a small bite out of me. After that, I started to feel the monster latched onto me. As much as I tried to shake it off, it wouldn't budge. I tried running away, but I could feel the monster gripping tighter around me. I could feel it breathing. It was awful. Eventually, I got used to it. The feeling never went away, and I learned to move on with life. But then it continued eating. Every week or so, it would take another bite. I realized it was a parasite, and it was going to slowly kill me if I didn't do something. I tried everything. I went snorkeling, hoping it would drown. I stayed for hours in a freezer. I even set my home on fire and waited inside as long as I could. Nothing will kill it. As long as I'm alive, it won't die. Finally, after a while, I noticed it was no longer taking any bites. That was after I had set my house on fire. I was homeless and had not showered for a while. I wondered if maybe it did not like the smell. I decided to test it. I found a public shower and cleaned up. Sure enough, as soon as I was out of the shower, the thing took another bite. So, from then on, I haven't showered unless absolutely necessary. By now, Edwin was really sad that he had dropped his phone earlier because he would have called the police. Louis was obviously crazy, and now Edwin was locked inside with him. Not knowing what else to do, he asked Lewis to prove his story. Without a word, Lewis turned around and lifted his shirt. His back was mutilated, covered in gouges and scratches where it looked like someone had scooped pieces of skin off of it. Edwin did not know what to think. Wait a minute. So, what are you doing here? he demanded. I don't know what happened, Lewis exclaimed. I was taking a nap, and when I woke up just now... I couldn't feel the monster anymore. I wanted to hide somewhere before it found me again." That was it. Edwin had had enough. He took one last breath of fresh air and walked over to the door. Before he could open it, Louis pushed his hand against it. Please don't, he begged, looking Edwin in the eyes. Edwin did not respond. He just swung the door open and looked around the hall. See? There's nothing, Edwin said, but then he felt a tugging on his leg. And it seemed like something was scratching and climbing his leg. Edwin jumped and began swinging his arms at the invisible sensation. It continued slithering up his leg, his side, and then gripped his back. He felt claws dig deep into his shoulders and lower back. He felt steamy breath on his neck, followed by a slimy serpentine tongue licking back and forth behind his ears. Edwin looked back at Louis, whose expression was somewhere between amusement and understanding finally, as the monster seemed to settle into place, Edwin felt a sharp stabbing pain right in the middle of his back. He screamed, and Louis exclaimed with glee. Edwin fell onto the floor and rolled around, hoping to shake off whatever was holding on to him. Louis crouched down next to Edwin, and said with a smile, Thank you, Edwin. He's your problem now, and left the apartment. Edwin cried on the floor, not knowing what to do. Then Lewis appeared in his doorway again, and added, You should probably skip your next shower. Edwin did not get up for some time. He remained sprawled out on the floor, feeling the creature settle in on its new host. The worst part was not being food for this invisible monster. It was not the fact that he was stuck with this thing for possibly the rest of his life. The absolute worst thing was that it still had the smell of Lewis on it, He could smell that body odor everywhere. Edwin had to figure out what was worse. Slowly being eaten by this parasite, or having to deal with this smell for the rest of his life. Today's story was written and narrated by me, Joey Kluge. Music and editing by Stephen Reeder. If you like what you heard today, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast. If you would like to learn more about Ashwood, you can visit us at www.ashwoodstories.com. That's ashwoodstories.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Ashwood Stories. As always, thank you for listening. Stay bright, everyone.